listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. The official steps to the center jump circle, balls in the air, and Axtell will have first possession of the basketball. And they'll get it to Trampy here in the offensive end. It was originally won by Cedarburg. And now on the bounce here is going to be Emmy Nickel. Nickel's going to kick right side. Three-pointer going to be a little bit short here for Axtell. But they're able to track it down in the corner. Good work there by Cedarburg getting the board. And a quick little runner on the inside. That won't go. Another offensive rebound. This one by Nickel. And they're going to work it on the left wing. And having a little trouble getting the handle there is going to be Kirby. And there will be an Axtell turnover after a couple of uh, offensive rebounds, they can't cash in with any points. But Axtell will go full court pressure here. I mean, and the ball's knocked loose. It's going to go out of bounds, nearly stolen away by the Wildcats. It was lobbed up ahead, and Cedarberg had a great look at it, nearly pulled it in. But as it stands, it's going to go out of bounds off of her leg. She just couldn't quite reel that one in as the, uh, the press did what it was supposed to do, except get their hands on the basketball and hold on to it. Ball top of the circle. Diefenbaugh has it here for Loomis, for Elwood, rather. And she'll flip the ball out for Dickow. Dickow gives left wing here for Martin. Back top of the circle here for Martin again after she gave it away momentarily. And now right side, Diefenbaugh has it. Diefenbaugh will hand off here from Vanden Martin, but it's intercepted. So Elwood will turn it all over. Stepping in there and making the steal was Emmy Nickel. Nickel now has it in her hands on the right side. She's going to follow the pressure through, puts up a little runner. That's going to be short, and rebound taken out by Klaus. So Klaus throws it up ahead here for Hadley Martin, and Hadley will get it left side for Mannon. Mannon throws it on the baseline. Open jumper, good, here for Dickow. So Tiffany Dickow with the first bucket of the ball game for either squad. And so with the bounce coming up here is going to be Kaylee Trampy. Trampy gave it away near midcourt, gets it back. Low pass. She's still dribbling with it, trying to come up with it. Gets on her backside, is able to throw it to a teammate. Ball's still alive here as they get it to Fischl down low. Fischl kicks to Kirby. Kirby drives, has her shot blocked, and taken out of there by Diefenbaugh. So Diefenbaugh will come up with not only the uh, rebound, but also the block there. And they're going to run the floor, and there's a block on the other end. On The attack was Dickow, and Dickow had her shot blocked in underneath there by Cedarberg, and they're going to kick it up ahead. On the runs, the Wildcats, and we're going to have a couple of free throws coming up here as they got it up to Trampy. Trampy running in hard, and she's going to be fouled in the act, so she'll shoot two. So the foul is going to be on Dickow. That's going to be her first. And so two free throws coming up here for Trampy. And the first one is going to be a little bit short. So one more coming up here for Trampy. And Trampy's free throw is up and good. So she does make the second one. And Axdell's on the board. They trail it here two to one. So what again will face that full court pressure. And they'll dribble up that sideline. They're trapped in the worst spot possible right there in the corner, but they're able to throw it up ahead here. Dickow has it, throws it down low. Quick jumper going to be a little bit too strong for Klaus, and rebound is going to be taken out by Cedarberg. Cedarberg with another board here, and she's going to drive all the way in, put up an awkward-looking shot, and it's going to end up going back to Elwood because that one didn't draw any iron. It will go out of bounds. Not enough contact there for a foul. Up ahead, splitting the defense is Dickow. Dickow's going to dribble to the elbow, kick it out top of the key. Long two, going to be short, and rebound ripped out by the Wildcats. Nickel pulled down that board, and up ahead here is Trampy. Trampy kicks back out here for Cedarburg. 
Cedarberg's going to get it out here for Kirby. Kirby back out for Trampy. Trampy's going to drive the baseline. Good extra pass, and it's going to be up and in here for Fischel. So Fischel gets that nice bounce pass on the baseline drive, and Axtell with the lead for the first time today. Down that right sideline, Hadley Martin stopped, loses the basketball, gets it back. They work around the perimeter. Man and Martin's going to shoot the three. That's going to be off the mark. Offensive board here, and Klaus is going to score. So Klaus makes the putback, cleans the glass, and then will score. And back on top by a point is going to be Elwood. We've gone back and forth quite a bit here in the early stages. Driving here is Trampy. Trampy in traffic will scoop and score. Kaylee Trampy getting that quick outlet pass to kind of beat the press that Elwood was putting on. Now Elwood dribbles through the uh, Axtell press. Dickow goes all the way in off glass, and she's going to be fouled. So she'll step to the stripe for a couple herself. So good work there on the attack for both of these two squads. And then we're going to get... Uh, some uh, changes here for the Wildcats and the Pirates after this first free throw. Dickow misses the first of two. Checking in here is going to be Kennedy for Elwood. And into the game, among others, is going to be uh, Madison Eckhoff. Second free throw is good. And that will tie things up at five. Pass up ahead here. Deflected out of bounds by Elwood. So he'll stay with Axtell. Hickey also checked in here for the Pirates. And also in for Axtell is Callen. So ball inbounded. And it's going to be over and back. They inbounded it right at midcourt. She made the catch and established herself to Kaylee Trampy. And then dribbling around the pressure, she goes into the backcourt. It happened right in front of us. And it is... Going to be a turnover for Axtell. So on the bounce here is going to be Hickey. Hickey will help cycle the ball around. Klaus on the drive. She loses the basketball, so Elwood turns it over as it's into the hands of Ekoff. Ekoff hands off here for Callen. She'll give it the offensive end and hand off to Trampy. Trampy will give right wing. Driving here is Nickel. Nickel will jump around the inside. Going to be short, and we've got a foul after the rebound is pulled down there by... Uh, by Emmy Nickel. So Axtell will inbound on the baseline, and they'll find the open shooter. That's going to be Erica Bertrand. Bertrand's three is going to be off the mark, dribbled out after the rebound by Dickow, and Dickow has it knocked out of her hands and out of bounds. But Dickow with the board. And so Elwood on the baseline. Tosses here for Kennedy. Around the perimeter, they give it back out here for Martin. Martin out for Hickey. Hickey pass going to be deflected, but picking it up here is going to be Klaus. Klaus is going to drive. Shot's going to be a little bit too high, and it will be ripped out of there by Ekoff. So Ekoff with the board. Gives it up to Trampy. And now driving the baseline is going to be Bertrand. We'll work it back around the perimeter. She kicked it out. And they'll get the ball out here for Callen. Callen's going to shoot a three. That's going to be no good. And Bertrand will pull down the rebound. Bertrand entry pass knocked away. Back into the hands of Bertrand. Around the perimeter, Trampy has it. Drives the baseline. Looks at this zone. And cutting through there is going to be Nickel. But Nickel will lose the basketball. It's a turnover. Kick up ahead here for Dickow. And Dickow drives all the way in and scores. 
Dickow was able to drive all the way in and get the shot over the top of Callen, who was back defensively. And now Axtell will face some full-court pressure. Ball will be knocked out of the dribbler's hands by Dickow. And at the end of the scorer's table over there, basketball is going to be inbounded here by the Wildcats. It is 7-5. Elwood with the lead. Axtell with the basketball right now. On the bounce is going to be uh, Callen. Callen gave it away, gets it back, throws it right side for Bertrand. Bertrand elevates, jumper going to be short, and a couple of different uh, Axtell Wildcats fighting for the basketball, and it's going to uh, be a turnover here on Axtell because they both held on to it. One of the players fell down with it, so that's going to be a held ball between two members of the same team. That's also known as a travel. Nicole Cedarberg checking back into the ball game here for Axtell. And so they'll work it up ahead here for Mann and Martin. Martin works it now right side for Hickey. She's across the timeline. Gives it to Kennedy. Back to Hickey, who's driving now. Her shot's going to be well short as hit the bottom of the iron. Offensive rebound. Kick out for Martin. And Mann and Martin is going to stroke into three. So Mann and Martin with the three-pointer. And Elwood now has a five-point lead. In transition, driving on that left side is Fischel, and Fischel will hit the bucket. Good lead in there by Fischel. And immediately they answer back. And we're going to have a foul called here as they throw the ball up ahead for Kennedy. Or are they going to say that's a walk? They're going to say that she took a step with it before the foul. So 10-7 to here with a minute 59 to go. First quarter. Elwood's led by as many as five. Our score right now is 10 to 7. After the Elwood turnover, Axtell will inbound. And they'll give it to Bertrand. Bertrand hands off to Callen. Callen's going to drive, take it off glass. No good. Offensive board, turnaround jumper won't fall here for Fischel. Another uh, rebound, this one on the inside by Martin. And Axtell will put the pressure on, but the pass is up ahead here for Hickey. They've got numbers three on two. Kick right side, long jumper for Dickow is going to be no good. And Bertrand will dribble out with the rebound. And they'll slow it down a little bit. Bertrand was the last across the timeline. Gives it for Callen here with a minute 24 to go in the second quarter. She just has the ball on her hip. So dribble here left wing, giving it for Nickel. Nickel gets the screen at the high post, dribbles through with it. Gives it for Fischel. Fischel on the drive has her shot blocked by Dickow and rebounded. In underneath there by Hickey. So another drive on the inside here as Hickey will go all the way in. And now she'll step to the strike. She was hit on the arm. So that's now two team fouls here on Axtell. Two team fouls against Elwood with a minute one to go here in the first quarter. And the free throw is uh, good here for Taylor Hickey. So Hickey makes the first of two, and the second one is up, and just as pretty as the first. So she's got two points in the ballgame. She's a 46% free throw shooter, so that's a pretty good effort there. Bertrand facing that pressure. Actually will throw it away. It's intercepted by Klaus. So Axtell with the turnover, and the skip pass on the right wing, giving it to Martin. And Havlin will fire the three and hit the three. So the bucket is up and good, and Elwood now has a 15-7 lead. 
Ball knocked loose. Again, another Axtell turnover, and then it's going to be a hell ball. Possession arrow is pointing to Elwood, so they're going to get the ball irregardless and have some time to do with it. So they hit the three-pointer with Taylor Hickey, and then the turnover, it's now 15-7. to Elwood with the lead. Timeout, Axtell. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. We'll be back to the Bureau Event Center after this. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Randy Bushcutter and our engineer, Ryan Dahlgren. We're here at the Vero Events Center. Glad you could join us for the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. And remind you that uh, our timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. And it will be Elwood basketball after they force the turnover, essentially. Klaus will get it here for Taylor Hickey. Hickey over here for Man and Martin, back to Hickey. Hickey's across the timeline, has a three-on-three three here, and the kick left side for Martin. Martin with a long two, that's no good, and off of Elwood's hands and out of bounds. So it's going to go over to Axtell, and with that uh, quick shot, Axtell has plenty of time to set up their offense. They're going to bring Paige Kirby back on the court, and she's going to inbound the basketball. 17 seconds as dribbling with it is going to be Trampy. Trampy. Gives it back out here for Kirby. Kirby's across the timeline. Kirby splits the defense, takes it in the lane, kicks out. Here's an open three for Nickel, and it's good. Emmy Nickel towed the line, fired the three, and they inbound it as as the uh, red light goes on. The horn doesn't work here at the Bureau Event Center. The red light goes on to end the first quarter, and a late three for Axtell to make him feel a little bit better. But Elwood will start the second quarter with a 15-10 lead when we come back right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. Axtell with the basketball to start the second quarter. And they'll get the ball left side for Emmy Nickel. Nickel's going to drive the lane. Shot's going to be no good. And a defensive rebound ripped out of there by Diefenbaugh. And we're going to call a uh, foul here on Axtell on the rebound. Our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play by play. Carney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From roadside assistance to heavy-duty towing, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Down the sideline, Elwood will bring it up. That's Tiffany Dickow. They'll kick it back out for Mann and Martin. Martin 
will fire a three. That's going to be no good. And finally, picking up the rebound is going to be Klaus, but we're going to call a foul. So Klaus got it, but they're going to say that she uh, committed a foul to make that happen. So she'll be whistled for the foul here. And the ball is going to be thrown up ahead here for Emmy Nickel. Nickel dribbles, top of the circle, nearly walked with it. I think she's okay. Gave it back out for Cedarburg. And then they give it to uh, Kirby, who thought about the three. Ball's thrown. It's loose. It's going to be picked up by Elwood. Dribbling out with it is Dickow. Dickow doesn't have numbers, but she's going to attack anyway. Free throw, the uh, layup is going to be no good. After the Axtell turnover, and coming out with it was Trampy. Trampy then is going to dribble, and she's going to lose control of the basketball. So... A little sloppy here as Dickow gets it, enters it down low for Diefenbaugh. Diefenbaugh gives to Klaus, and Klaus is pushing the defender away, and she's going to be called for the foul. I think that's the right call. Created some space, and you can't do it uh, quite that aggressively. So Paige Kirby is going to inbound here after a substitution. We're still early on in the second quarter. 6.57 to go in the second. Full court pressure. Pass is over to Trampy. Trampy had a little trouble getting it, but she'll dribble up with it, and she'll throw it left side here for Kirby, and a timeout being taken by Axtell. I think Elizabeth Woolcott realized that they were not going to get it across the half-court line within 10 seconds, so she'll call the 30-second timeout, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It's 15-10. to 10. Elwood over Axtell back after this. At Aurora Cooperative, we know that service matters, and that is why our fuel propane and lubricant salespeople and drivers take great pride in delivering the best overall customer experience to you. Our sales and service employees care about what they do, and more importantly, how they provide that service to you, because that is what matters. So whether you're in town, at the pump, or on the farm, Aurora Cooperative's full-service energy team is ready to meet all of your fuel, propane, and bulk oil needs. Contact us today so that you can experience how Aurora Cooperative's sales and service energy team is different. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center. Good time out there for Alyssa Willicott, in my opinion. I'm sure you want to save your timeouts for the fourth quarter, but a bucket here is as important as a bucket later. Still counts for either two or three. And they weren't going to get it across the timeline. Driving here is going to be Kirby. Kirby dumps it right side, and the quick jumper is going to be up and good. Kirby, with a nice little drive, kisses it off the glass. Screened by the official. I thought she passed it, but she took it all the way to the rack. Diefenbaugh in transition will pull up and hit the jumper right wing. Good work there by Elwood to answer right back. So with the basketball here is Cedarburg. Cedarburg gives it to Nickel. And Nickel is going to dribble. Loses the ball across the timeline. A two-on-none. Man and Martin with the layup. Missed it. Offensive board. Shot is up, and it's before the shot. Dickow before the shot was fouled. So Axtell turns the ball over, and they commit the foul, but still Elwood's going to have the basketball. That one was close. In terms of it being a potential three-point play. So ball's inbounded here for Man and Martin. Martin is going to get it top of the circle for Diefenbaugh. Diefenbaugh dribbling, uses upper dribble, bounces top of the circle to Dickow. Back out to Diefenbaugh. She's got it top of the arc here, working against the uh, pressure here of Morgan Miller, and she'll dribble up, hit it off the iron, no good, and rebounded by Fischel. So Fischel with the board, 
And now here comes Axtell. They're in transition. They'll kick it left side. Shot's going to be no good. Offensive board here by Fischel. And another offensive rebound here by Paige Kirby. So Kirby will be backing in here. And they'll work it right wing and taking an extra step. Erica Betran really kind of just drug her pivot foot there. And it will be an Axtell turnover. So Axtell will try to pressure back. Both teams have been pressuring the ball, and they've been able to force some turnovers. Mann and Martin is going to throw the ball up ahead here for Dickow. Dickow steps through the defense, kicks the ball right side here for Taylor Hickey. Hickey with a long two. That's going to be off the heel and no good. And rebound is going to be uh, ripped out by Morgan Miller. So bounce pass, top of the circle here for Kirby. Kirby is going to be shut off there by Hickey. So she'll get the ball back out for Trampy here. Trampy left side for Bertrand. Bertrand will flip it right behind her toward the sideline here for Fischel. Back to Bertrand. They're just having a little two-person game over there. Now they give it for Trampy. Trampy will fire a three that's missed and rebounded by Diefenbaugh. So here comes Elwood. They throw it up court here for Taylor Hickey. Hickey tracks it down in the corner, and her pass through the lane is going to be intercepted. That'll be an Elwood turnover. And on the bounce here is going to be Paige Kirby. So Kirby will get a little screen here and will get the ball out for Trampy. Bouncing is Trampy. Trampy has it knocked out of her hands by Dickow. So it will stay with the Wildcats here. And coming in the game for Braxtell is going to be Madison Eckhoff. Eckhoff in the game. Klaus checks back in here for Elwood. Also in there is Jordan Kennedy. And the ball is going to be inbounded here for Camille Fischel. Top of the circle for Trampy. Trampy is working against Dickow here as we're going man-to-man right now. Bounce pass on the baseline. Back out here for Trampy. She'll work it out to Kirby on the right wing. Her three-pointer is going to be off the mark and rebounded by Elwood. Snagging the bound there was Dickow. She'll get the ball out for Hickey. Back to Dickow, who's across the line. Gives top of the circle. Here's a three for Martin. It's going to be uh, off to the right, and it's going to go out of bounds. No one was able to track that one down. Had a good look at it. Had about the right depth, but it was just off to the right side just a little bit, and it scoots out of bounds. So Axtell will inbound over there in the corner. Erica Betrand will throw it in on that sideline and gives it for Kaylee Trampy. Trampy gave it away. Gets it back across the timeline. Throws it up ahead here for Fischel. Fischel gives it on the baseline for Eckhoff, and Eckhoff has it stolen away by Martin. Good work there by Martin to come up with it. Manon will get the ball back now after she passed away briefly. She'll drive the baseline, throw it across the lane, and the jumper is going to be up and good on that right wing. Good job there by Tiffany Dickow after she got that pass from Martin, and Dickow was able to kiss it in. Ball's loose. That'll be another Axtell turnover. So Elwood gets it right back. Driving right wing here is going to be Dickow. Dickow off the iron. No good. Offensive board. Won't fall here for Klaus, but it'll go back out and a jumper by Kennedy. That one won't fall. And finally coming up with it is going to be Kirby. So they had a couple of looks at it, but they couldn't get the uh, shot to fall. Long jumper on that left wing in transition. The three nearly goes out of bounds. And finally picking it up here is going to be Elwood. Klaus is able to pull down the board after the missed three. And here come the Pirates on the run. Dickow, left side, jumper going to be blocked. And picked up by Fischel. So Fischel comes up with it. And now driving is going to be Trampy. Trampy layup won't fall as it hangs on the rim. And coming up with it is going to be Mann and Martin. 
Martin throws up ahead for Dickow. Dickow weaves to the defense, doesn't have number, but here's a trail three that's going to be blocked by Bertrand and picked up by Ekhoff. So right back we go. Axtell on the dribble. Trampy is going to kick left wing. Driving here is Kirby. Kirby through traffic is going to be undercut. Driving in for the basket. She's going to get two free throws. And you got a couple of different choices you can get this foul to for Elwood. And this will be the fifth team foul on the Pirates. And they're going to give that one to Klaus. And I have that being Klaus's third foul. And to the free throw line is going to be Paige Kirby. Kirby's first free throw is wide right. So Kirby will try to cut into a 19-12 deficit here for Axel. Elwood with the lead. Kirby a 53% free throw shooter. Be giving it one more look here. And the second free throw is short and rebounded by the Pirates. Snagging the board there is... uh, Going to be Hickey. Hickey facing some pressure, dribbling around with it. And we got a foul. They give it off here for Hadley Martin, and Martin is going to be fouled. So that's now five as a team on Axtell. It'll be Axtell basketball here. Well, my apologies, I had that foul backwards. It's going to be inbounded here by Caitlin Callen, and the inbounds pass can be stolen away by Dickow. Dickow? through two different defenders, is going to drive, miss the contested layup, and Trampy's going to pull down the rebound. They'll give it off your left side. Callen's going to hit a three in transition. Caitlin Callen strokes in the three-pointer, and Axtell cuts the lead down to four. It is now 19-15. to 15. Ball kicked out here for Hickey. Hickey's going to drive the baseline, and she'll get herself to the line. So there'll be two free throws coming up here. For Hickey. And the foul is going to be on uh, Erica Bertrand. So Hickey, 46% free throw shooter. Free throw here is short. Taylor Hickey already with five points in the ball game. After missing the first free throw, she'll try to make it six here and does. And a timeout taken by Elwood. Pirates lead it 20-15 to 15 with a minute 43 to go here in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. Back after this. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. And we'll remind you, of course, that uh, on uh, Classic Hits 98.9, we have the 
Same basic schedule. The girls' consolation going right on right now at the Lupac Conference Tournament. Elwood forces the turnover, but Axtell will commit the foul immediately, so not much is done with it. There was the opportunity for Taylor Hickey to get the layup, but she was fouled well before she began a shot. So it will be Elwood basketball after the Axtell turnover. Pirates on their own baseline to inbound, and they'll throw it top of the circle, giving it for Hadley Martin. She's going to kick it right side for Manon. Manon gets it inside, shot rolling around, and good for Diefenbaugh. Diefenbaugh got the ball just uh, outside that low post, was able to square up and hit the shot. So Cedarberg will bring it in the offensive end. She'll stop there, work around the perimeter, giving it to Emmy Nickel. They throw it in that corner, and boy, do they trap the ball over there and just throwing it off some hands. They reset things is going to be Caitlin Callen. Callen was able to like, get it off either the hands or the legs of one of the Pirates, and now she'll inbound on that corner. And she's looking for Bertrand, but it's going to be swatted away before it can go to Bertrand by Dickow. Our score, 22-15. to 15. Elwood up by seven here. Axtell inbounding at the end of the Elwood bench. And they'll get it here for Emmy Nickel. Nickel around the perimeter gives to Trampy. Pass is deflected, but Catlin picks it up. She'll drive. Give it right side. Here's Petran for three. Off the heel and no good. Offensive board kissing it off the glass is going to be Nickel. Nickel can't get that shot to fall, but she'll pull down another rebound. Give it to Callen. Callen will shoot a three. That one won't go. And they're going to tie up the next rebound or not. No, it's loose. And it's picked up by Mann and Martin. So Martin will end the possession. She'll get the ball up ahead here for Hickey. Hickey in the offensive end. And with 44 seconds to go, we'll see how much time Elwood takes off the clock. They lob it inside, and the answer is not much because it's going to be a hell ball. And the possession arrow will point to Elwood. So they'll maintain the possession, I guess, with 39 seconds to go. Well, they certainly weren't looking to milk the clock up here 22 to 15. And they're going to lob it to Martin, who's near the top of the circle, inside immediately for Diefenbaugh. Diefenbaugh's jumper's no good, and another hell ball on the rebound. And this time, the uh, arrow will point to Axtell. So both teams really working that offense very quickly. No need for a shot clock for these two squads. Ball inbounded, stolen by Elwood. Pass up ahead, shot going to be no good. Offensive rebound by Dickow, who made the steal initially. Kick left side for Hickey, and Hickey will hit the shot. So Hickey is able to uh, hit the uh, shot there, and another steal on the inbounds, and they're going to call the foul before the bucket. Another steal here by Dickow. So back-to-back turnovers for Axtell. Let's throw in there an offensive rebound. And now Dickow will go to the free throw line to shoot a front end of a one-and-one. And the free throw is up and good. That earns her the bonus. Tiffany Dickow now with eight points in the game. And the second free throw bounces around, is no good, and going to be tipped out of bounds by Axtell. Elwood doing such a great job rebounding. They actually had a better rebounding position. Axtell was able to tip the ball away. And with 17 seconds left, a timeout being taken by Elwood. Pirates trying to add on to a 10-point lead. They call timeout with 17 seconds to go here in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions back after this. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know. 
especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. And welcome back here. We'll see what Patrick Ropers has drawn up after this timeout brought to you by ENT Positions. Elwood on their own baseline will inbound it with 17 to go. And you can see him reminding them about an inbounds play that they already had. Or maybe this is one that they've never run before. I got to think it's one they've done before. Ball's inbounded. They throw it to the inside. And they couldn't make a connection there as they tried to get a, uh, a cutter on that baseline to get the pass back. So Elwood's just going to turn the ball Back over here, and we'll see what the Wildcats can do. They've got 14 seconds as they give it to Trampy. She's across the timeline. Rolls it up ahead here for Callen. Callen dribbles, is shut off defensively by Hickey, so she'll give it top of the circle for Bertrand. Bertrand, with three seconds left, gives it out here for Trampy. Trampy for three, and that's going to be short. So neither team can score in the final 30 seconds after both having an opportunity. But what a half here for Elwood. The Pirates will head to the locker room with a 25-15 lead. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk with the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's first bank and trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC, good luck, athletes. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your yellow pages. Well, a pretty entertaining first half here. Both teams wanting to play uh, up-tempo basketball. And, well, it's been up-tempo. But uh, one of the major issues here is uh, turnovers. Axtell is Turned the ball over quite a bit here in the first half. I have them 16 turnovers in the first half. A turnover every minute. And that's one reason why they are trailing here at halftime to uh, Elwood by a score of 25 to 15. So let's take a look at our numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Axtell. And leading the way for them here in the first half is Camille Fischel. She has four points, four rebounds. Kaylee Trampy has three points, two rebounds. Caitlin Callen with three points. Emmy Nickel with three points and five rebounds. Paige Kirby with two points, two boards. Uh, Erica Bertrand has a couple of rebounds. And Madison Eckhoff has two rebounds as well. 
Axtell unofficially shooting here in the first half. Six of 29 for 20.7% in the first half. Two of 12 from three-point range, so 16.7% there. They rebounded the ball 20 times, but as we mentioned, they've turned it over 16. And uh, Axtell does lead rebounding against Elwood 20-15 to 15 here in the first half, but they also have 10 more turnovers than do the Pirates. Meanwhile, for uh, Elwood, leading the way for them is Tiffany Dickow. She has eight points and five boards. Taylor Hickey also has eight points. She has one rebound. Bailey Diefenbaugh with four points, three boards. Manda Martin with three points, a couple of rebounds. Mackenzie Klaus, two points and three rebounds here in the game. Jordan Karen Kennedy also has a rebound here for the Pirates. Elwood unofficially 9 of 30 shooting, so they're shooting about 30%, which is manageable. They're 2 of 8 from three-point range, 25% there. And from the free-throw line, they are 5 of 8. And they have 15 rebounds here in the first half, and they've turned the ball over only six times here in the first half. And they have the halftime edge here over Elwood. Our score is 25 to 15. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report when we return right after this. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. And welcome back here to the Vero Event Center. And, uh, again, if you're uh, Axtell, I think uh, what you're talking about in the locker room as much as anything is take care of the basketball. You know Elwood's going to pressure you, but take good care of the basketball, and you don't want to keep turning it over. That's been something that's kind of victimized them a little bit. Elwood's shooting better because they're getting some layups. They're getting the steals. They're getting the layups. So for your Axtell, you need to take care of that. And if you're Elwood... You got a 10-point lead. I don't know how much you really need to change of your offense here 
and especially your offense being set up by your defense. So keep putting pressure on the basketball. That is our Seeds of Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? Well, that's easy. Pioneer.com and mobile. Pioneer.com on their smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield. Start with Pioneer. And real quick, let's uh, remind you what our uh, schedule is here today in the Viero Event Center. Of course, after the uh, girls' consolation game, we will uh, be having the boys' consolation game. And coming up in uh, that one will be the top two seeds. It'll be Wilcox Hildreth, who will be taking on the Loomis Wolves, who had a tough loss last night. And then we'll have the girls' championship game, the top two seeds there at 6 o'clock. Pleasanton will be taking on Elm Creek. And then Elm Creek will also play for the boys' championship at 8 o'clock where they take on the Overton Eagles. And again, all those games right here on ESPN, KXPN in Kearney. And over on the Lou Platt side, they have the same basic schedule. They're playing the girls' consolation game right now between Centura and Donovan Trumbull. That'll be followed by the boys' concies between St. Paul and Donovan Trumbull. Then the championship action will be the number one team in Class C1, taking on one of the perennial powers in Class C2. It'll be Ord taking on Ravenna at 6 o'clock for the girls' championship. And then Ravenna will play for the boys' title as well when they take on the top seed, Arcadia Loop City, 8 o'clock. Those games are being played in Centura and can be heard on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. And uh, at last report in the Luplak Conference Constellation game, Don from Trumbull was leading Centura 20-19, to as I believe that game was at halftime. We're also at halftime. Elwood with a 25-15 to lead over Axtell. And uh, we'll start the third quarter here from the Vero Event Center right after this timeout. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, Great for hail dance or door dings. Auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. And welcome back. Here will be Elwood basketball to start the third quarter. They inbound it and cutting on that right side. And then kissing it off glass is going to be Kenzie Klaus. Klaus got the entry pass, kissed it off the glass. And just like that, Elwood has boosted their lead out to a dozen. And then they make the steal. Dickow with the steal. Dickow with the layup. A quick 4 0 run here in the first 22 seconds of the uh, second half. 
And they'll pressure the ball again. Has to bring the ball up. And on the dribble here is going to be Paige Kirby. Kirby helps work it on the left side. Quick jumper over there is going to be no good. And Hadley Martin's going to pull down the board after the miss. And now dribbling on the right side here is going to be Dickow. Dickow's had a nice game. Now she enters it inside. And Mackenzie Klaus is going to be fouled. So Klaus will have another trip to the free throw line. And that foul is going to be on Cedarburg, I believe. Yes, it is. Free throw is going to be no good. So Cedarburg called for the foul. Klaus misses the first free throw. And now she makes the second. So 30-15, to 15, a 15-point lead right now. For Elwood. Up ahead, Preach Kirby has it. They break the press momentarily, but Mann and Martin steps through there and is able to knock the ball away. So it will stay with Axtell on the baseline, but now they're going to have to inbound it. And cutting through, getting the ball is Camille Fischel. Fischel shot's going to be no good and rebounded by Klaus. Klaus with a little foul trouble. She has three fouls here. And they're going to kick the ball left side for Dickow. Dickow is going to shoot the three. It's going to be a little bit uh, too strong and rebounded by Kirby. So Kirby up ahead. And Kirby with that dribble. She'll stop top of the circle, give left wing. Emmy Nickel. Emmy Nickel, a little penetration. Kick out here for Cedarburg. Cedarburg takes it to the baseline. Now they work back around the perimeter, left wing. Here's the jumper by Kirby. And Kirby's three is bouncing around, won't fall. And rebound pulled down by Trampy, and now Trampy will step to the stripe as she was fouled. So the foul is on Diefenbaugh, I believe. The free throw is up and no good. I say I believe because they don't put the fouls up here at the Bureau Event Center, and now I can't, I can't tell who the foul's on. So I'm trying to extrapolate the information, but sometimes I do better than I do at other times. Free throw is good. So that'll make it now 30 to 15. And Axtell will pressure the ball, but Hanlon here is going to be Dickow. Dickow drives all the way in, has her shot blocked, and dribbling out and on the run with it is going to be Kirby. Kirby flying up court. Kirby then will slow it down and uh, as she's shut out by Taylor Hickey. So now Trampy, a little penetration, will kick out for Kirby. Kirby will fire a three. That's going to be no good. Got an offensive rebound and now a foul. So to the stripe to uh, shoot the free throw here is going to be Nicole Cedarberg. So Cedarberg back to the free throw line and the free throw is up and good. So score now, 30-17. And the second free throw is off the heel and taken out by Elwood. Pulling down the board there is going to be Hadley Martin. So Martin has the top of the circle, working around the perimeter. 
And they'll kick the ball back out here for Hadley Martin. Martin's a set a screen. Coming off that screen with the basketball is going to be Dick out. Dick out, nice pass on that left side for Kennedy. And Kennedy will get a bucket. So 32-17, our score, a 15-point lead once again here for Elwood. And we've got we've got a foul on Axtell. I didn't see who committed the foul, but Hadley Martin got run over. And so that's going to serve essentially as both a foul and a turnover here on Axtell. So again, problems beginning to mount here for Axtell. Pass up ahead in traffic. Axtell is able to force the Elwood turnover. Dribbling is going to be Kirby. Kirby kicks right side for Trampy. Trampy for three. Going to be short. Offensive board. Off glass. It's hanging on the rim. It won't fall. But heading to the free throw line is going to be Camille Fischel. So Fischel with the board. And that foul is going to be on Jordan Kennedy. That'll be her second of the game. So free throw. The second one is uh, up and in here for Fischel. And Fischel hits both free throws. Elwood will be pressured. Axtell trying to trap. Ball thrown in the backcourt. There's Klaus. Klaus throws it up ahead for Martin. And then Martin will set up a half-court offense, giving left side here for Dickow. Dickow on the drive. Will put up a shot. Going to be short. It's going to go out of bounds. And last touch by Axtell because it was deflected. Axtell trying to make something happen here, but for the most part, Elwood's been able to handle the press. Dickow will kick top of the circle. Driving is going to be Hickey. Hickey shot going to be deflected through the hands of one Wildcat, and it's going to end up being a hell ball. Taylor Hickey was able to track down part of it. The other part was pulled down by Camille Fischel, and it's going to end up being Axtell basketball because the arrow is pointing their direction. So Elwood. I'm sorry, Axtell does have the arrow, so that will be a team rebound here for Axtell. And they'll throw the ball up ahead here for Fischel. Fischel gives it to uh, Nickel. Nickel drives, dishes, shot off glass is going to be good. So Fischel will get the bucket. Good job passing the ball quickly. They cut the lead down to 11, and Axtell will pressure the ball some more. Dickow throws up ahead. And firing the three on that left side is going to be Martin. Martin can't get it to go. Rebounded by Bertrand. And so up ahead we go. Wildcats backing in. Spinning in there is going to be Emmy Nickel. She's used up the dribble. Gives it for Fischel. Fischel with a long two. No good off the side of the rim. And Manon Martin is going to pull down the board. Martin splits the defense. Brings in the offensive end. Loses it on the baseline. That'll be an Elwood turnover. Axtell has numbers. Fischel right side drives. No good. Offensive rebound. That one won't fall either. And coming up with another rebound here is going to be Trampy. And Trampy's going to drive. Run into Martin. And we've got a foul. Well, they ran into Martin, but they're actually going to call the foul on Jordan Kennedy. And for Kennedy, that's going to be her third foul. So Trampy 
will go to the line, and she uh, misses the first of two free throws. For Trampy, she's a 43% free throw shooter. As a team, Axtell is 45%. And the free throw off the back of the heel, no good. And high for the rebound is going to be Diefenbaugh for Elwood. Dribbling here is going to be Hickey. Hickey gives left side for Klaus. Klaus wants the ball after giving it to Martin. She'll cycle through. Klaus still wants it. They put it on the high post in the hands here of Dickow. Dickow kicks left side. Jumper going to be a little bit uh, short for Martin, and it goes out of bounds. Last touch by Elwood. So it stays. Well, it goes over to Axtell, but Axtell will face that full court pirate defense. And the right side tramping. Has the pass go through Bertrand's hands. Picked up by Hickey. Hickey with the steal. Hickey with the layup. Another turnover turns into another bucket here for Elwood. So turnovers again mounting here for Axtell. Bertrand brings it up ahead. She'll pass it back out and nearly stolen away by Hickey. And it will go out of bounds. Hickey was the last to touch it. Coming back to fight for possession of the ball was Callen. If Callen doesn't make a great effort there, basketball right now is with Elwood. Checking in here for Axtell is going to be Madison Eckhoff. Eckhoff will give Fischl a quick breather. So Axtell will inbound. That's Bertrand. Bertrand dribbles in the lane, elevates, puts up an awkward-looking shot, won't fall. They're fighting for the rebound. It's on the ground. This is going to be a hell ball, and the possession arrow will go over to Elwood. So Elwood with a chance now to add on to a 34-21 lead. But again, Axtell will pressure. We've said nothing but full-court pressure this entire second half. In fact, most of the basketball game, it's been that way. So pass across the timeline for Hadley Martin. She'll lop it down low. Shot's going to be no good, but a foul as Tiffany Dickow made the catch, went up strong with it immediately, and there'll be two free throws coming up. The foul is going to be uh, whistled on Erica Bertrand. That, according to my records, is her second. So Dickow shooting two, and the first one's good. She's got 11 in the game. Taylor Hickey off the bench also. In double figures, she's got 10. And second free throw now handed to Tiffany Dickow. Number 12 now has 12 points in the ballgame. And the lead is back out to 15, 36-21. Pass through the hands of Nicole Cedarberg. That will be another Axtell turnover as that was a little bit too high for Cedarberg to handle. Klaus in the offensive end, going to drive, splits the zone, loses the basketball, and coming out with it is going to be uh, Emmy Nickel. So Axdell on the dribble, giving it to Paige Kirby. Kick out to the elbow for Eckhoff. Eckhoff shot going to be a little bit short, and it's going to go off of Elwood and out of bounds. Well, it came just straight down, and the Pirates weren't able to kind of handle the angle that rebound came from. So a bit of a break here for the Wildcats, who need some breaks. Ball's inbounded for Caitlin Callen. Callen has a screen on that left side. She'll shoot it off glass and can't track it down in the basketball. I haven't seen an indication yet. It's going to be Axtell basketball. So slapping the ball is going to be Callen. 
right along the uh, baseline where the three-point arc is, and she'll get at the top of the circle. Thinking about the three was Kirby, but now she'll drive. She'll take it off glass, in and out, no good, and rebounded by Diefenbaugh. So Diefenbaugh with the board, and with pressure on her, Hadley Martin will throw it up ahead, and we're going to have a foul. What a great pass by Hadley Martin to get the ball to Dickow in traffic with pressure on either side of her, and then going up strong with it is going to be Dickow. Dickow, again, going to be rewarded with two free throws, and the first one hits the front of the rim and edges out. 36-21 with a minute 28 to go here in the third quarter, a 15-point Elwood lead. Patrick Gropers has to be happy with how his team is playing right now. Second free throw is up and good. So a 16-point advantage. And now dribbling on the right side, going to be uh, Axtell. Penetration there by Nichols. She's going to kick it out. Three-pointer, good for Callen. Caitlin Callen answers back here for Axtell. And so here's Dickow. She'll drive. She'll run into the defense. She'll lose the basketball. And then dribbling out with it. The Wildcats can't handle it. And it's going to end up staying here with Elwood. Well, they had the ball, but it ends up going on everybody's feet, and nobody could get their hands on it. And Elwood will slap the ball on the sideline. Martin, Manon to inbound. She'll give it for Jordan Kennedy. Back to Manon Martin. Manon with the dribble. Has Hadley on the left side, but we'll give it right wing here for Kennedy. Now it's Taylor Hickey who will get the catch. Drive. Her hook shot's going to be a little bit short and rebounded in part by Mackenzie Klaus, but it's going to be a hell ball. She shared the basketball there with uh, Fischl, and so it's going to end up being an Axtell rebound here. Team rebound. Long pass. That'll be another Axtell turnover. Back inside for Klaus, and Klaus will score. The long outlet pass was intercepted by Hickey, and Hickey gave it right back inside for Klaus. And now another long pass here for Trampy. She'll throw it up that sideline. Callen has it. Callen will drive. Callen off glass, no good. Offensive board dribbling out with it is Cedarberg. And they'll work the ball back around here on the perimeter. Quick little drive on that right wing. Going to be short. And it's going to go off the hands of the, of the uh, Wildcats. It'll be Pirate basketball with now 14 seconds to go late here in the third quarter. They're facing full court pressure. Ten seconds left. On the bounce is going to be Klaus. Klaus throws it up ahead trying to get to Kennedy. That's going to be an Elwood turnover. Four seconds left. Callen has it. We'll fire a long three. A high shot that's going to be short. And that's going to do it. Three quarters are in the books. And right now, Elwood, who pushed their lead out to 15 early in the third quarter, We'll head to the fourth with a 15-point lead. It's 39-24 here at the Bureau Center. We'll be come back right after this. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. 
Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do and catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. And welcome back here. Both teams playing hard. Both teams staying healthy. That's good news. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back to Game of Life, two locations in Kearney. Elwood with the basketball. Cedarburg has it on the left wing. And she'll skip the ball to the right side for Diefenbaugh. Diefenbaugh helps work the ball down low on the uh, low block. And they're going to put up a tough jumper there by Klaus. It hits the iron. And it was last touched by Elwood. So Axtell will face that full-court pressure here. They trail at 39-24 here in our conference semifinals of the Fort Kearney Conference at the Diero Center. Paige Kirby dribbling. That's a high dribble. Yeah, she carried it. Yep, had the carry there. By the way, uh, over in the Luplak Consolation game, at the end of three, it is sent her a 39-26 over Donovan Trumbull. So pretty close to the same score as we have here to start the fourth quarter. Across the timeline, a pass to Mandon Martin. She'll throw it on that baseline. Passing lane going to be tipped. That'll be an Elwood turnover. Up ahead, they give it to Trampy. Trampy spinning, scooping, and scoring. She kisses it off the glass. She had the ball on her hip, pivoted on that left leg, and was able to uh, kiss it off the glass, right off that square part of the window. Right in the middle of the tape. So right wing with the basketball, Diefenbach. Diefenbach. Uses up that dribble. Five-second count going on, and a timeout being taken by Elwood. Coach Ropers wasn't happy with how that was looking, and he had made the right decision. They blew the whistle right before a turnover here by Elwood. Two timeouts left for the Pirates. They lead at 39-26. 6.54 to go here in the fourth quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Back after this. Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do and catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. And welcome back here to the Viero Event Center. Elwood still holding on to a 13-point lead here after the timeout taken by the Pirates. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Inbound for Mackenzie Klaus. Klaus is going to dribble on that right side. Oh, that jumper was three-quarters of the way down, rimmed out, and Nicole Cedarberg rips it out here for the Wildcats. So Kirby in the offensive end gives right side for Nickel. Nickel going to drive. Kick back out for Fischel. Long two. Going to be short. And rebound to Elwood. Hadley Martin is across the timeline after pulling down the board. She'll give it to Manon. Back to Manon. Now she'll skip it down low. Finds Diefenbaugh down low. Her shot is going to be blocked there by Fischel. And then picked up by Dickow. Dickow has it. And we're going to have a three-second violation. Elwood didn't get out of the lane. Kept thinking her shot was going to go up. Both teams' time of possession is so much, you usually don't have to worry about uh, a, a three-second violation because once they get the ball in the half-court set, 
Both teams tend to get a, a pretty good look to the inside very quickly. Driving here is Nickel. She'll kick right side off a screen. Bertrand on the dribble. And she'll give it to Kirby. Handoff here for Trampy. Trampy drives, loses the basketball, picked up by Fischel. Fischel then has her pocket pick. Stealing it out is Dickow. Dickow's going to drive off glass. Good. Uh, another turnover and another bucket. Axtell turns it over. Elwood picks it up and lays it up and in. They now push that lead back out to 15, 41 to 26. Five and a half to go here. Here's the third place trophy is heading to Elwood. Pass is tipped in the lane. Coming up with it is Martin. So another Axtell turnover. This time they can't really run with it. Dickow will give it left side. Stepping into a long two is Diefenbaugh. Diefenbaugh's shot is going to be a little bit short. And rebound is taken out by the Cats. Driven with it is Fischl. Fischl flips it back out. Driving here is going to be uh, Kirby. And Kirby is able to reach around a couple of people. Flip it up and in. That was an awkward, that wasn't a jump shot. It was uh, flat-footed, and she just wrapped it around one of the uh, Pirates and banked it off the glass. Dickow has it right side, trying to lob it down low for Diefenbaugh. It's swatted away here by the Wildcats. And for uh, Elwood, Hickey going to check back into the ballgame, and so is Kennedy. Cowan and Bertrand and Miller here for Axtell checking in. So Elwood on the baseline is going to inbound it. And Man and Martin slaps the ball, and it's going to be stolen away. Coming up with it was Erica Betrand, and Betrand, just as she was getting going there after picking up the turnover, we're going to have a reach foul called here on Elwood. So Caitlin Callen is going to inbound here. So Elwood turns it over. Callen with the basketball. So Callen, with the five-second count going on, is able to get it for Erica Bertrand. Bertrand shut off by Hickey, so she'll pass up ahead. Callen's got it now in the offensive end. She's in trouble. They trap her really well, and she's able to throw it over to that right wing. Trampy's able to track it down. Trampy's going to drive, and they're going to say that pass down low. The uh, recipient is going to take an extra step, so that'll be an Axtell turnover. Kennedy with the ball. Giving it here for Hadley Martin. Martin's pass is going to be intercepted by Fischl. So Elwood turns it over. Fischl still on the drive. Elevates in the lane. Good look at the shot. Can't get the fall. And it's going to be rebounded by Dickow. So Dickow with the board. And now dribbling on that left side is going to be Mannon Martin. 4.16 to go here. Right wing, Kennedy. Pass deflected. Kennedy gets it back. Throws it left side for Mannon Martin. Martin drives the baseline back to Kennedy. Kennedy jumper short. And rebounded by uh, Axtell. That's Callen who pulls down the board. And Callen still has the dribble top of the circle. 41-28. 13-point lead for Elwood. Axtell with the basketball. Dribbling is going to be Callen. Callen throws it on that baseline. It's going to end up being a hell ball and the possession arrow pointing to Axtell. So they'll maintain the possession here. And uh, Klaus checking back in here for Elwood. Eckhoff for Axtell. And Callen to inbound. Callen, as they're counting off the uh, seconds here, will inbound it for Erica Bertrand. Bertrand drives the lane, shoots a little bit too strong, and we've got a foul on the rebound. That foul will go against Axtell. 
So Mann and Martin will get the ball here for Mackenzie Klaus to Martin. Up ahead for Kennedy. Kennedy dribbling up. Gives it to the trail, Klaus. She's going to shoot a three. That's no good. Ball on the ground. And dribbling out with it is going to be Bertrand. So Bertrand on the bound. We'll bring it up ahead here. She'll kick right side for Callen. Callen picked up man-to-man there by Hickey. And she'll dribble to that right side off the screen. Fire long two. It's no good. Rebounded by Ekhoff. So Ekhoff with the board after the uh, missed three. So we'll see if the offense can get something going. They get it on the baseline. Bertrand fading away. Can't get the shot to fall. Kennedy rebounds here for Elwood. So on that left wing, Mann and Martin has it. She'll stop behind the arc. Give it top of the circle here for Hickey. She'll shoot an open three. That's going to be uh, off to the left and rebounded by Trampy. Axtell dribbles out with it. Trampy spins in the lane. Steps through a double team and is going to fall. And we'll see when the foul took place. No question there was a foul, whether or not she was in the act of shooting. Foul is going to be on Tiffany Dickow. And Trampy to the line to shoot two. She was spinning and beginning to go up. I agree with when the foul was called. She misses the first of two free throws. So Trampy, as we said, 43% free throw shooter. Missed the first one, but rattles in the second one. So it's not an empty trip. It's 41-29. And pass is going to be intercepted. Elwood with another turnover. Trampy has it near midcourt. He'll hand off here for Callen. Callen gives it right side. It's going to go off Abby Snell's hands. Snell is able to track it back down, and they'll skip it back around the perimeter. Kaylee Trampy has it. Trampy stops on that left wing. And her two is going to be a little bit too strong. Offensive rebound and bucket here for Axtell by Nicole Cedarberg. So Cedarberg with the putback. And with 2.10 to go, that lead is down to 10. Elwood can't put this one in the bank just yet. Taylor Hickey's across the timeline. And look at the ball left side for Mann and Martin. Back to Hickey. Hickey loses the ball, is able to dive on it and roll it out to Tiffany Dickow, and she'll set up, set up the half-court offense, and Coach Ropers is going to call a timeout. 1.53 to go here in the fourth quarter. It is 41-31. Elwood with the lead and the timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. Back to the Bureau Center right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Well, it has not been a great shooting night here for uh, Axtell. Unofficially, I have them 11 of 52, shooting 21%. The ball inbounded here for Elwood. And they'll get the ball to Man and Martin. Martin working around the left side here. Gives it now top of the circle for Tiffany Dickow. Dickow facing some pretty intense uh, 
Axtell pressure here. Bounce out for Man and Martin again. Martin will give on the left side. And again, for Elwood, they want to be patient. They have a 10-point lead with a minute and a half to go. And they're working on the baseline, finally looking close to scoring here. But Klaus has the ball knocked loose. Possession arrow is pointing to Elwood. So they'll keep the possession going here with a minute 25 to go. Axtell, if they get really hot and make a run, could make this interesting. But Elwood wants to just take the ball, the air out of the ball and take some time off the clock. They might look to score here as they inbound on the baseline. They get it inside for Cedarberg, and Cedarberg will kiss it off the glass. Right on schedule. So they work a little time off the clock, push that lead out to a dozen, and get the bucket. So that went well for Elwood, that trip. They pressure the basketball, force the steal. The layup won't fall here for Martin, and the rebound is going to be taken out by Kirby. So another good look there after another Extel turnover. The drive, right wing, in traffic, Emmy Nickel, jumper going to be no good, and rebound by Diefenbaugh for Elwood, and now we're going to have a foul. So another foul, and that's now going to be six as a team on Axtell with 52 seconds left and with a 12-point lead. Now I don't think we can get there from here. It's gone from being a miracle to being an impossibility. And we're going to have a little reaching foul here on Caitlin Callen. So Callen with the foul and the front end of the one and one for Hadley Martin. And Hadley Martin steps to the stripe. A 39% free throw shooter on the season. Seven of an 18 coming into uh, the uh, conference semifinals. She makes the free throw here to push Elwood's lead to 44-31 with 49 seconds to go. Second free throw is up, and it is short. So Axtell comes out with the board. Trampy is on the run after pulling down the rebound. She lost the basketball momentarily, but then it's going to be picked up here by Fischl. And then Fischl will put up a shot. No good. Rebounded by Martin. And now Martin will go to the line. It'll be Man and Martin now with 33 seconds left. Axtell continuing to try to extend the game here a little bit, but it's a 13-point ball game with 33 seconds to go. And now I think Coach Willicott is going to uh, concede the point here as uh, they're making four substitutions right now. And so the Wildcats will take the regulars out of the ball game here. Checking in is uh, Katrina Club. Uh, Jaden Robinson came in. Callen's out there still. Now she'll come out as replacing her is going to be uh, Abby Snell. And now Elwood. They're going to send four new bodies out there. They can't replace Man and Martin because she's got to shoot a free throw. Kennedy checks in. Uh, Katie Diefenbaugh here for Elwood. And also coming in the game is uh, Olivia Knurzer. So at the free throw line, Martin. Front end of the one and one. Rolls around. It's no good. They just call the dead ball there so they can make the other substitution. Let's go, let's go, let's go. 
So Axtell with it. Harper Wells helps work the ball here left side. It's going to be deflected. And it's going to be a turnover forced here by Elwood. And a big round of applause there for Jada Lerdahl, who forced the turnover. So nice work there for the uh, Elwood freshman. And the ball inbounded here for Jordan Kennedy. And stolen away by Snell. Pass on the inside. Loose ball is going to be picked up and kissed off the glass. Good work there in uh, transition for Axdell. Scoring there is Jada Robinson. And Robinson with the bucket. Three seconds left. Elwood has it. Elwood dribbles it out. And Elwood picks up the third-place trophy here. Consolation game of the Fort Kearney Conference Girls Basketball Tournament. Your final score is the Elwood Pirates 44, Axdell Wildcats 33. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Winter sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. You'll find a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you'll know we have your team covered. All of this online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back here to the Bureau Event Center. Time now for our postgame show. Brought to you, as always, by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, let me reemphasize that. No referral is necessary for New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic. Well, let's check our final numbers here. Elwood with a 44-33 win over Axtell. And leading the way for Axtell was Camille Fischel. She finished with eight points and seven rebounds. Kaylee Trampy with six points, four boards. Caitlin Callen with six points and a rebound. Paige Kirby with four points, four rebounds. Nicole Cedarberg with four points and four rebounds. Nicole Cedarberg, as I just said, four points, four rebounds. Emmy Nickel with three points and five rebounds. Erica Betrand had uh, four rebounds, and Mass Neckoff with three rebounds as well. 34 total rebounds here for uh, Axtell, but their major bugaboo was turnovers. They turned the ball over 26 times here today, and uh, the shooting for the Wildcats, they were 12 of 54, so they shot about 22% from the field, 3 of 18 from three-point range, so they are 16.7% there, and from the free-throw line, they were 6 of 14 
shooting 43%, so not a great shooting night here for Axtell. And again, those uh, 26 turnovers uh, did them in a little bit. Axtell did out-rebound Elwood 34-22, to but uh, Elwood shot much better from the uh, field as well. They had two players in double figures. Tiffany Dickow finished with 15 points and five boards. Taylor Hickey with 10 points and one rebound. Mackenzie Klaus with nine points and three rebounds. Bailey Diefenbaugh with four points, five rebounds. Mannon Martin with three points, three rebounds. Jordan Kennedy with two points and two rebounds. Hadley Martin with uh, one point and three rebounds. Unofficially shooting, they were uh, 16 of 53 for 30.2%. They were 2 of 12 from three-point range, so also 16.7% from behind the arc. But they were 10 of 17 from the free-throw line, shooting 59% there. And they turned the ball over 14 times compared to 26. Uh, major advantage here for Elwood, who uh, pick up the 44 to 33 win. The Pirates now are 11 and 11 on the season. Next action for them will uh, be against uh, Elm Creek, who was playing for the conference championship later. Uh, that's not going to be an easy task, and they'll be getting together on Tuesday uh, against uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Buffaloes from Elm Creek, and that game will be played in Elwood. Axdell is now 11 and 9 on the season. Their next action will be against Elwood on the night. So that will be uh, next uh, Friday night. They'll be taking on uh, the uh, Elwood Pirates. So Axdell and Elwood getting together again next week as well. Our final, 44-33, to our boys' consolation game, which certainly is a game that could have been good enough to be the championship. The one seed, Wilcox Hildreth, and the two seed, the Loomis Wolves, getting together, and they'll tip that one off here in about 40 minutes. So we're going to send it back to the studio for a long break here. And we'll be back with the boys' consolation game here from the Viero Center. Once again, the girls' consies goes to Elwood, 44-33 to over Axtell. I'm Randy Bushcutter for engineer Ryan Dahlgren. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back with more basketball in about a half hour to 40 minutes here on ESPN Radio. But first, we'll send it back to ESPN for regular programming. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.